Welcome to the Pageantry Podcast. And today's very special Pageantry Podcast guest is your recently crowned Miss Universe, the third from Mexico, Andrea Meza. Andrea, thank you for joining me today. <laughs> oh, my pleasure, Carl. I'm so happy to be here talking to you. With the worldwide lockdown of COVID, how did it feel to finally be able to walk on that Miss Universe stage? Oh my God, I felt that everything that I, I had been through and my country and all the society have been through was worth it. Because I know it's been hard for so many people. It's been hard, not only for me, but for millions and millions and keep working towards my goal and being able to do it and being able to finally be on that stage after having a lot of doubts if, if it was going to be possible, if when finally I was going to be able to be at Miss Universe, I was afraid that maybe they were not going to do it. And like a lot of things crossed my mind. So when I was finally getting to the competition, I, I had this inner conversation where I told myself, you have to enjoy it because this is a once in a lifetime experience. And also it is in a historical situation that everyone will remember forever. So enjoy it as much as you can. And that's what I did. And being on that stage is one of, uh, has been one of my biggest dreams. And the final is, it was the, the best moment of my life, definitely. How long did you actually have to wait from the time of your crown mix Mexico to when you came here to Florida? It was not a long time. I won Mexicano Universal uh, at the end of November from 2020. So I had like five months, something like that to prepare, but I've been preparing for this moment for years. The first pageant I, I went to, it was in 2016. So it's been a while. At, at the beginning, I didn't picture myself at the Miss Universe stage, but it was like my goal. It was like the dream that I would never be able to reach. I always had it in my mind, but I never thought that I was going to be able to do it. So I, I started from the bottom, preparing myself. I went to a, another international competition. And then I said, why not? I think I can do it. And well, it's been a long journey. And you did do it. I did do it. <laughs> Obviously very successfully. You're the third woman from Mexico to capture the title. What does the title mean to you? It means so many things because knowing that now I am at the same spot as Lupita and Jimena, women that inspire me to pursue my dreams for so many years, it, it, it gives me the opportunity to keep inspiring other women around the world. All those young girls that are out there that I was I was once in their position, admiring the Miss Universe, and now I am this figure that motivates them to also pursue their dreams. So that's what it means to me. It means motivating others, not only young girls, but in general, the world, that they're capable of also pursuing and achieving their goals if they really believe in themselves and if they prepare for it. Because nothing's gonna fall from the sky. You have to prepare for what you want to have. And 
that that's exactly what it symbolizes the crown for me and you're a very passionate woman and you have a large passion for women's rights can you explain that a little bit more for me everything started a few years ago because i i have to say and admit that for many years i was blind i didn't see the problems that were happening in my country it was so normal for me to see pink crosses around the streets and not realizing what it meant not knowing that that pink cross meant the death of a woman and that the family didn't know what happened to them they they were they didn't know if she died if she was lost somewhere abducted they didn't know anything because no one did anything to help them or help those women when i made that connection when i listened to the people that were talking about that fighting for the women's rights that's when i understood that i couldn't be living in that that blind world anymore i needed to do something about that and i realized that i had this great platform it was not as big as it is today but i i knew that there were people following me and listening to me so i started working talking about this topic because i believe that the way that we can change the gender based violence is by keep spreading the world it keeps spreading awareness about it because it wouldn't it wouldn't matter if we have lots of laws if the people that are working to make those laws work if they don't believe in the cause it doesn't matter so we have to start changing people's mindset in order to start creating change and that's what i want to do with my that's what I wanted to do as Miss Mexico and now as Miss Universe to keep spreading awareness about that, to keep changing people's minds and maybe uh, make some people uncomfortable because it is uncomfortable to realize that you have been doing something harmful for women for years. And I'm not talking about femicide. There's a lot of different kinds of violence against women that we don't realize. Like we have this active campaign in Ciudad Juarez about street harassment. That is violence against women, but we don't see it. So I want to talk about that to make people realize that maybe our day-to-day day -day actions are affecting our women. I've seen that you had actually received your COVID shot. Yes. How important do you feel, especially with this resurgence of some of the variants that everybody does get vaccinated? For me, it is very important because if we visualize it this way, the more people is vaccinated, the faster we're gonna get back to our normal activities. And I know it can be a little scary because it's something new. They maybe we feel like they created this vaccine in a very short time and we are afraid of the consequences. But we have to have in mind that this scientists have been working on this for a long time with all their different kinds of illnesses, but they are professionals and they test, they they ran the, the tests in order to us be safe. They wouldn't be giving us the vaccine if it was not safe, believe me. And that's why I wanted to make it publicly because I believe that uh, this is for the, the good for society. This is for us to be healthy. This is for us for keep 
doing our normal activities and to be able to finally hug our neighbor and finally go to that birthday party that we wanted to, to have for a long time. Um, and I know that people follow me and people uh, see what I do and believe in me. So that's why I wanted to make it public. And one thing that I always bring up as when you're looking at vaccines from the past, whether measles or polio, a lot of it was trial and error. You fast forward a hundred years and we have so much more technology with being able to look at DNA to do things quicker and safer than we did before. So congratulations and I'm proud of you for getting your vaccine. Thank you. Let's talk a little bit about your move to New York. Is it your first time there? It's, it's not the first time that I'm here. I came to the city twice before last, uh, it was on February last year, actually before the pandemic started and in other occasion, but the, the, uh, those two times I came here for work. So I didn't really have time to enjoy the city. I worked all day and maybe had time at night to have dinner. So this is actually the first time I am experiencing the enormous city of New York. What have you been able to do since arriving? Well, I have had a busy schedule and I love that. Um, Miss Universe has been everything I dreamed about and more. Um, I have had several activities. First, tons of interviews. <laughs> I have had a lot of interviews and I love that. I enjoy talking with you and talking to all of the different journalists around the world. Um, and I also have been able to work with the Miss Universe team because there's different like uh, segments of the organization and everyone is working together to pursue their goals and also mine. We have this conversation where they ask me, what do you wanna do? How do you see yourself after Miss Universe? And we're working together in order to achieve that. And I love that because uh, that's exactly how I visualize Miss Universe, the platform that gives you all the tools that you need to keep working on your goals and to keep preparing yourself. And I am in love with this organization. Um, also, I've been working with the organizations that we uh, have partnerships, just like uh, Smile Train, and that they have they give surgeries of uh, lip and palate and cleft palate. Um, also, with God Loves with Liver, I love that organization. They prepare, uh, they package and deliver food to people that live with chronic illnesses. I had the opportunity to be there and actually be packing the food. And I loved it. I really want to be doing that every single week as, uh, of my year as Miss Universe and maybe later if I'm in New York. I've been also working with these two organizations that work uh, creating awareness about HIV and AIDS. One is a Latino Commission on AIDS with, and the Game and Health Crisis. Um, and with both of them, I, I visited their uh, offices. And I'm proud to tell you that today I got HIV tested and we want to make it public because I also want to encourage people to don't be afraid of have this test. It is important for ourselves, for our partners and in general for our community to stop the stigma, to stop the taboos to have these conversations and to make them, to make the people feel safe and to let them know that there are these organizations that can help you. Mm -hmm. I'm in love with this work and I've been enjoying it so much. It's one of the 
parts I, I have enjoyed the most. Also, as you mentioned, I, I was creating awareness about the vaccine, the vaccination that I know is different in other parts of the world here. It is available for everyone. In other countries like in mine, it's been difficult because we don't have enough vaccines. So it's been a, a slow process, but still I, I want to encourage them that if you are able to get the vaccine, do it. And also attend to different um, uh, events. I, the last week I was at a movie premiere and it was very fun. So it's work and it's also fun and it's meeting people and I absolutely love it. And I think I came in a very good moment uh, at New York because the city is uh, coming back to life. Yes. After all this difficult situation here in New York, everyone worldwide knows that they had a very hard time during the pandemic. And now you go outside and, and you can feel that it's coming alive again. I believe that was the hitman's wife's bodyguard you went to. Yes, that's the movie. Exactly. I was, hoping, a chance? I was hoping to see Salma Hayek there or Ryan Reynolds. But they were not there, but it was really fun. The movie was amazing. Also, you've had a chance to visit the Empire State Building. Yes, it was one of my first activities. I mean, uh, because we are trying to have the interviews outside in order to take care of uh, the team and the people that are interviewing me. Uh, we have been trying to make these interviews uh, in different locations. So I was interviewed there in the Empire State. The view is amazing. I was also at the Hudson Yards, at the edge of Hudson Yards. And it's also on a, a breathtaking view. I was at Central Park. It's one of my favorite places in the world, I have to say. And I enjoy just going there for a walk with my coffee or going for a run. And it's amazing that we have this in the city because I am an outdoors person. So uh, it's amazing that I have this park here. I've been also at Brooklyn, Dumbo. Um, I, I mean, I take my, my weekends to explore a little bit the city. So you're getting around a little bit. Yes. And since you mentioned it, the God's love we deliver. I was so impressed when I read about that, that when you were there helping, they actually deliver 10,000 meals a day. 10,000 meals a day. It's crazy. And you see how well organized they are. You feel like how committed the volunteers are with the cause. Everyone is a volunteer there. And they start at 5 a.m. with the first round of people working there preparing the breakfast and then we were there at 10 a.m for three hours some of them are cooking some others are packing some others are delivering in cars bicycles whatever kind of transportation and they managed to deliver 10,000 meals a day when I knew about all the work that and all the effort that everyone is putting in that I felt part of such an amazing purpose because you can you can say it's so simple just put soup in a bowl and pack it but it's more than that because that little bowl of soup is going to someone that really needs it and when you think about that it's amazing how all the effort of all these people is going to those in need and I love it you're an official tourism brand ambassador for your hometown of Chihuahua yes what makes Chihuahua so special? Well, first of all, because I was born there and my family is there. All the people that I love are in the city. And every time I go there, I feel connected to my roots. 
also the beautiful landscapes that we have. Really, Carl, you have to visit one day Chihuahua. I know it's not the most popular touristic place in the country. Everyone goes to Cancun, to Cabo, or Mexico City. But believe me, Chihuahua has this breathtaking landscape that you have to visit one day. We have this train called the Chepe that takes you into the mountains and the forests. And, and you can see this beautiful place. I don't know if you have heard of the Cooper Canyon, but it's there in, in this forest. And it's actually, the Cooper Canyon is actually three times bigger than the Great, Ca Great Canyon. So really? that is something. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> three or four times, I am not sure. And also we have the sand dunes, like one hour away from the border with the United States. And you can have all these like extreme activities there. I love going there and do sandboarding. I love extreme activities and also like raffling in the Cooper Canyon. And it's, I'm just in love with everything that you can do in the States. When you think about it, Miss Universe, extreme sports, polar <laughs> opposites. Yeah, I mean, if you see my legs, um, I have a lot of scars because I am this kind of like extreme girl that I don't care. I like to climb trees and like be doing this rappelling and um, as I told you, sandboarding and I'm always up to an, an adventure. Um, so yeah, people would think that there's not a connection in both things, but I believe that Miss Universe now, it's about the diversity of women around the world. And I might seem a little random, but it's exactly what Miss Universe wants to uh, portray now. Tell me something that you have not been asked yet. How about 40 Cousins? Yeah, well, they haven't asked a lot about that. I have a huge, huge family, and I love them. Um, How was your family reacting to this? It was, it was something so beautiful. If you see the, the videos of my mom, she was not able to go to the final, uh, Florida. My dad was there, and he just, he just couldn't believe it. He was shaking my sister and hugging her, screaming and jumping. My mom was crying and the, the best feeling was looking at all my family members that the ones that I don't really see that often and see them crying and see them feeling so proud of what I did. And not only my family, but the whole country. When I meet uh, Mexican people here, because there's a lot of Mexicans here in New York. And when I meet them and they tell me like, we are so proud of you. you made the whole country so proud. It feels so good. I get goosebumps because every time, at least personally, when I see a Mexican doing something great out there, uh, international level, I feel that that people, that person represents me and that gives me hope. And I know that me winning this universe gave hope to a lot of people in my country make them believe that they can also do great things and that we as a country, we can do greater things. Do you have plans for a homecoming to Mexico in the near future? Yes, I've been, we've been planning the homecoming for the whole month that I've been, I've been Miss Universe. It's been a little hard because there's a lot of schedules, Lupita's schedule, our schedule, um, and also the visa and well, a lot of things, but we are planning it and I'm 
so excited to go back to my country, to see my people, to see my family. Um, I'm going to be in Chihuahua, of course. It's very important for me to be there. And I cannot tell a lot about it because I want it to be a surprise. And, but I'm sure that everyone's going to enjoy it. Um, and I'm, I'm happy to share this moment with my people. Excellent. I do have to bring up being a software engineer, especially in today's times and within the last several weeks, there's been a lot of cyber attacks. As a software engineer, how would you address that? It can be harmful or helpful. It depends on how you use it and how can we control that? How can we control how technology is being used? Well, for me, it's everything about the values that we have as persons, as, as a society. If you teach a kid, if you teach a person that you have to use your power, your intelligence in order to help others, in order to do something good, not only for you, but your community and your society. When that kid grows older, he's gonna remember that. And hopefully he's gonna dedicate all his talent or her talent for the good of people. And Maybe that person is going to create something amazing like Google or like Apple or something like that and technology from the medicine. Um, so I totally believe that everything lays on education. We cannot just ban technology because of all the harm that it can, it, it can do. We have to educate our people to give it a good and powerful use. How can people follow you throughout the year? Well, you can follow me through my social media, my official social media as at Miss Universe, and also my personal social media at Andrea Mesa MX. Um, that's my handle for all my social media. And there you can find everything that I'm going to be doing during this, uh, not the year, but seven months. Uh, all my activities, uh, all the crazy things that I want to do. Um, I want it to be a very productive year, a very funny year also. I, I want you uh, in general, everyone that can listen to me to remember me as uh, the normal Mexican girl that inspired others to be themselves and to pursue their dreams because, they, because you are always able to achieve them. And that's how I wanna be remembered. And that's what you're gonna see on my social media. You're not gonna see me only wearing this expensive, amazing dresses, perfect hair and perfect pose. You're gonna see a real girl that is living her dream and that is inspiring others in that process. Again, congratulations. I know you're gonna have an exciting year. It's gonna be a busy year. One that you will never forget. And you're one of a few yes, who have had this crown, this title yes. and this responsibility representing the world and the universe. I, I hope that I can meet you soon. Uh, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. And how can I find you on social media? Pageantry Magazine. It's all the same. It's not Carl Dunn. Everything's Pageantry Magazine, whether Perfect. it's all social media, YouTube, iHeartRadio, it's all Excellent. the same. Excellent. I will be sharing our interview. I'm very excited about that.